Get ready for the dice you deserve. This is Cosmopunk. Blood and Sand, a homebrew Starfinder story featuring the crew of the Leica 7. Hi, I'm RJ and I play V, a middle-aged, slightly overweight, slightly mad MB Vesk mechanic and their drone flyby. V's the sort of mechanic who has the intellect to build a weapon of mass destruction, but not the intellect to know why they shouldn't. Hey, I'm Pan and I play Baff, cobalt android mage, lost soul, captain of Leica 7 and currently absent on the trail of her missing father and answers to her past. Hello, and I'm Ty, and I play the Leica 7's weapons officer and local shifty-looking Yamalton Coyote, Radar. He's just managed to get the interdimensional demon god from 10,000 years ago out of his brain, and is now desperately trying to not fill the gap with alcohol. And I'm Cypher. I normally play the Leica 7's Yasaki operative otter, Ryder, but for this campaign, I'll be the GM. On the previous episode, one of the Obscura Cabal's taskmasters, Gomez, had been sent to kidnap Ryder's family and Radar answered by opening fire with his rifle at point-blank. War had been brought to the Maxim household, turning Roseborough Avenue from a sleepy suburb into a scarred battlefield. As the bullets began to fly, Radar, V, Tabitha, Taliesin, and Des the Thastatoad all played their part in defending the house from the Asoki thugs. V barricaded the front door, forcing Gomez to take drastic action. She ordered the deployment of a turret-mounted machine gun on top of the truck she arrived in, and opened fire on the house. Radar attempted to distract the gunner by running towards the turret across open ground with no cover, with predictable results. After Mel calls the police, Gomez and her crew beat a hasty retreat, chased out of the neighborhood by V and a gravely wounded Radar. But with first response en route and the bodyguards having a less than squeaky clean record with the local authorities, they will now have to come up with a new defensive strategy on the fly for how to protect Ryder's now shaken family. Episode 9 To Be a Saint in Paradise. We'll set the scene then. So you're both in Stanley now, hurtling back to Roseborough Avenue. Well, hobbling back. He's been shot, ruining yet another shirt. Stanley's been shot up. There are holes in the bonnet, and the front windscreen has been turned into frosted glass. Whoa! This has got a bit further than one bullet hole through the windshield. Me. I always said that there were holes in the bonnet, and the windscreen had been spiderwebbed. That's um, yeah. that was always the case. V, mm. v, we, we, v, we can't see like this. Radar's going to punch out the windscreen. Oh, fucking! <laughs> <laughs> right now, drive. V slams on the brakes. Go pick that up. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll check it in the back. Look. Kicked out my fucking windscreen. Now there's glass all over the fucking dashboard. V, would you just drive us back to the Roseborough Avenue, stop, please? Stop doing things. <laughs> and put, put compression on that and that and that. Yeah, you are, not, you are bleeding while you're like thrashing about trying to clear broken glass out of the, the front windscreen. This this right. is fine. We, I've been in worse. This is not fine. I have no fucking windscreen now. Yeah, well, shut up and drive. <laughs> so you, you're both in the front, yeah, I assume? Yeah, arguing like an old married mm -hmm. couple. <laughs> He's glowering at, at Radar whenever he bleeds. 
radar's looking, a side log at me, it just very, very pointedly takes an index finger and sticks it in a bullet hole to stop it bleeding. Yes. Good. Keep doing it. <laughs> okay. Just run out of fingers. So, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're currently in a, a small commercialised district on the edge of the suburbs. It's, it's still early afternoon, so there are people wandering about, shopping, getting coffee. And then a loud car chase and a drive-by shooting happened. So... I mean, this is still Ackerton. Like. I'm going to roll hat to see how many people noticed. Hello, Vice Tower. Get zero, get zero, get zero, get zero. Okay, so lots of people just saw what happened. They heard the squealing of tyres, the gunfire, the grenade going off on the bad guy's truck before it hurtled away. Um, there, are, there are people who have died for cover behind benches and walls on the sides of cars and they're peering out at you in panic. Um, it's safe to say you have caused a ruckus. I mean, that's fair. However, you are now hurtling away from the scene back to the burbs. So V. Only a ruckus. Yes, a, a, a right ruckus, you of course. So V. A right ruckus. Can um, I get yeah. a piloting roll? There we go. Fourteen plus five, which is nineteen. Nineteen. Yep, that's that's plenty actually. Okay, so yeah, you easily speed back through the traffic in the opposite direction, back to Tabitha's house. But yeah, you get the impression you've drawn a lot of attention now. People have seen your van going one way and speeding back the other way with some bullet holes in it. Um, V, just as you're hurtling past, you catch the eyeline of a, a human in a, a shirt and tie with a cup of coffee in one hand and a suitcase in the other. He stares right at you as you blast past. It's almost in slow motion. It's like the it's last. It, yeah, yeah, it's like the last two minutes of his life are the most exciting thing that's happened to him in years. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I will. <laughs> I will now set a timer for the amount of time that it will take before the cops show up. I will freeze it if you need time to do some thinking or maths out of character, but I won't allow conversations in frozen time. How long have we got to drive back to the things we can talk during the, the drive back? Well, I'll start it now. So, do, 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 go. Okay, so what do we do, V? What's the plan uh, here? Go into the desert, bury in the sand, and wait for all this to fly over? Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so when we get back to the house, we've got to grab all the stuff, all the guns, yeah, all the equipment, uh, all the guns, put it in the, the back of the runabout. Uh, are you taking the family, or am I? What are we going to do about Tally? Well, Talison can come with us. They're not the whole house. They, they can just disconnect. Okay, well, your job can be ripping them out of the house. I'll get the just family. Just ask them. Uh, I reckon we should put them in the runabout, because it can fly. Yeah, uh, am I flying the runabout? Are you leaving Stanley here? Uh, fuck oh, of course you're not leaving. <laughs> not, of course you're not leaving Stanley here. No, oh, that would be more leaving Stanley here. That would be sensible. Leaving the really, really obvious bullet battle wounded vehicle. Well, behind. it wouldn't be obvious um, a bullet battle if people hadn't shot at it. So, I'm sorry, yeah, I just found well, a yo-yo in the glove box. I'm not leaving it behind. <laughs> a, a what? Yo-yo. Look at this. It's like a piece of string with a loop in it. You mean a yo-yo? Yeah, that's what I said. Yo-yo. <laughs> I, no, I'm pausing the clock. I am pausing the fucking clock. This is important. Before you know, there's tactical applications to this yo yo that we can't comprehend yet. How did you. Two things. One, please don't do that while driving. Two, how did you not know that was in there? I don't know. I never got through the glove box. <laughs> We've had this vehicle for like three years. Well, yeah, I mean, for the first couple of years, it, the dashboard was jammed shut anyway because the dashboard wasn't the right one for this car, but. Got that to work, sort of. Just my can't be stopped. Yeah, it's. V, it used to be a spider possum nesting hole. Didn't you go through the whole vehicle to clear it out? There could be a dead one in there. Nah, if there's dead one in there, I'd smell it. I'm so glad I'm not running the clock for this because my god. 
<laughs> Nevertheless, so uh, I reckon family goes in runabout. I'll take Stanley out into the desert, find that junkyard, grab a new windshield, grab a new bonnet, cover up all the bullet holes, probably find some decent plates for some action vehicle. Meet you, meet you the souk, the store place. Unless you can think of somewhere else. No, better no, not the we, not the souk. We can't defend ourselves in there. Yeah, but it's also a common area. Meet me at that gas station I gave you the coordinates for. Oh, what, the one where you got a, uh, pulled over for drunk flying? <laughs> no. <laughs> the one where I got ripped off for reactors. That one. Hmm. Well, I seem to remember you telling me there was a bit more to the story than just getting ripped off for reactor fuel. I got breathalyzed. I was clear. Hmm. Mm. It still means you're driving in a manner that would cause them to think you were shit Yeah, God, it was always like the whole ship ran out of power. Yeah, I mean, you can glide. Yes. Where do you think I glided to? For once, I'd really like something to work. <laughs> what do you mean, for once? <laughs> just, just for once, I'd like something to work. I'd like a hundred percent success rate in something rather than just the eighty that we normally get. Uh, dice don't offer a hundred percent success rate ever. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying this has to involve any dice work whatsoever. Just the decisions we make. <laughs> mm, well, some of those decisions may have already been made. Yeah, I know. By your past self, shall we say. Where were we? I'm going to say at this point, um, you, after some quick and careful driving, not playing with a yo-yo, um, you eventually get back to the house. It's in a sorry-looking state. The remains of the cute little wooden door are just sort of hanging off its hinges. There's smashed glass all over the porch, bullet casings in the driveway fragments of metal and paint on the roads opposite. There's a, a child crying in one of the houses nearby. Somebody's car alarm's going off. Uh, it sounds like somebody else's toad is barking. All around you, people are like peering out from the, through their windows, looking at you through the blinds and the curtains. They're frightened. The sense of sort of quiet and calm suburbia has almost completely been shattered and dissolved since you've been here. Only almost. V feels very conspicuous, because... People are going to be filming this, so they're going to like ruffle through stuff they got in the van and just pull out like a hoodie or something and like tug the hood up and then align all the holes in the hood so the horns can stick through it. Okay, give me a disguise roll. Oh, come on, it's a hoodie. <laughs> oh my god, that's a fucking natural one. Uh, oh, oh no. Well, you uh, know, it's literally a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just put a hoodie on. You still look like V, just wearing a hoodie. <laughs> Radar is going to try and get his like desert shroud thing out from his his like back pouch thing and put that on. Is that a disguise roll as well? Um, I mean, you're not really like hiding your face or anything with it, are you? Oh yeah, he's going to try and put it like over the muzzles. Go on then, disguise roll for you as well. Start as you mean to go on, everybody. That one. Oh boy. Really. Uh yeah, so, I like to imagine he sort of wraps it on his muzzle and the wind just takes it and it just flies off. Yeah, you put it on, you step outside <laughs> and it just blows away down the street a little bit and you sort of chase after it like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no uh, Radar is not doing any chasing until he's recovered at least enough hit points to stop bleeding. I am fine and I'm not bleeding. Nothing is bleeding. The wounds have healed, look. Mm. The wounds have not healed. Yeah. You got I... very shot. <laughs> only, looking only at a little the, blood. The growing pool of blood. Like, he just looks over and is like, It's okay, I've got plenty of it. It's Stop dying in my van. 
But yeah, um, the house itself doesn't seem to have any signs of activity. No one at Ryder's mom's house is peering out of the windows. There are no noises coming from inside, no signs of life at all. What are you going to do? Honk the horn. Uh, Radar's going to get out, like immediately run over and retrieve his rifle that he discarded. Oh yeah, um, where did he? Oh, he just tossed it while he was running towards the car. Yeah, it, it will be in the driveway. Okay, yeah. Uh, so hopefully, it's still in the driveway. Okay, so you run up, you grab your rifle, then what? Um, he'll start. He'll run through the house and start like grabbing things and looking for mums. Okay. What What about you, V? What are you gonna do? Uh, V's waiting in the van, so they're they're like they've honked the horn like three or four times. Okay. They're waiting to happens because what they don't want to do is go upstairs and ride his mum in a panic to shoot him in the face. Radar, you're going into the house. Are you armed? Are you going in guns up, or are you just going for speed? He's just going for speed right now. He's also shouting like people's names and everything. Okay. Can I get a perception roll from you, please? He is Bobception! I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then you don't do it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 15 plus perception of 1631. Okay, yeah. So you notice two things when you run inside. First thing that happens is that uh, the, there's a little framed mirror in the hallway that goes beep boop, and a little green light above it just flashes. Tolison is still active, but there's no signs of tabs or mail anywhere. You hear have some more things. There is a sort of gentle hissing noise coming from the living room. Um, and the second thing, you just about hear a quiet sobbing noise coming from under the stairs. Uh, okay, Radar's going to slowly push open the living room door. Okay, so yeah, you peer inside the lounge. All of the furniture seems just as you left it. It's all undamaged. But the hissing noise is coming from behind Tabitha's armchair. You gonna check? Yeah. Okay, um, her breathing medicine tank is there but it looks like a stray bullet has pinged off the side of it and just ruptured the tank. Oh, No, it's not the end of the world because we've got three of them. Yeah, um, but yeah, all of the medicinal gas is leaking out of it, and you can see from the pressure gauge that there's barely any left in this one. Radar grabs it and immediately puts his thumb over the gap and then looks around for something to stuff it with. Yeah, there's like um, some cushion fluff that uh, you can... (laughs) Could he make a very, very quick engineering roll to stymie that? Before Uh, you do that, how low is... Actually, I'm not here. You're not there. Um, you can do that, but that will take some, some time to do so. Uh, are there two others next to it that look full? You don't know where the others are. Then he hasn't got time, I'm afraid. He'll friggin'. Okay, so what, you're going to leave that one. one there? Okay, so you leave that this one there. This particular one, yeah. Now, all right, now where are you going? Uh, under the stairs. Okay, you're going to investigate the sobbing noises under the stairs. Yeah. And yeah, there's a little door that leads under the stairs. I'm guessing you're going to open it. Uh, knock on it first. Okay, you knock on it. The second you do that, the sobbing noise instantly stops. It's me. It's, it's Radar. At that point, you hear Tabs Tabs call us. Oh, thank goodness. Are you okay? Come on down. We, we've called the police. We're, we're safe now. Yeah. Um. Ha- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the internal turmoil. How corrupt <laughs> is your police force? Bit of a weird question, I know, but. So, sorry. What? what? What do you mean? Like, well, they they don't get paid off by like gangs or anything. What are you talking about? Come on down! Are you, are you hurt? Did you, did you get hit? Oh, I'm, I'm fine. I've had worse. Don't worry. Um, but we, we sort of wanted to sort of hide out away from here for a bit until things calm down. What? Why? Just in case they come back. It, it doesn't matter if they'll come back. We've got, we've got the police on their way. We'll, we'll be safe now. Okay. Stay here a minute. Radar immediately runs out to the van. Okay. <laughs> yeah. With all his gear, mind, he's, he's grabbed all his gear and he's Okay, yeah, so you've got all your yeah. gear, you run out to the van. 
I was going to say, yeah. while that's going on, V's just remembered that we left the fucking gangster's car in Tabby's driveway. Yep. So, <laughs> but uh, you took the plates off, right? Oh well, yeah, but it still has VIN numbers. Radar, radar, give me the keys. We need to move that down the road at least. Right, right, here you, right. What, we've got, yeah, sure, but here's, here's the keys. Here's a more pressing issue. What? Riders' mums don't want to go. They think they'll be safe with the police. Uh, Should we leave them with the police? No, absolutely not. Pick them up and carry them if you have to. You've got to come with me then. We've got to both do this. Uh, yeah, V's going to catch the keys, get in the, uh, the, uh, the gang car, like back it out of the driveway, drive it like a block down the street, pull it over, park it, lock it, run all the way back to the house. <laughs> okay. Okay, if you're going to do that, V, can I get a... Um, oh, shit, what would it be? I guess it would be athletics, just to run back. I'm not going to bother you with piloting, but running back? That is athletics. Uh, total of... Uh, 13 plus 6, which is... 16, 19. 19. Really good. Okay, so yeah, that, that is pretty good. You do it. Um, you drive all the way there. You run all the way back. You're a little bit out of breath. Um, you probably can't exert yourself anymore, but you don't... You don't run very often, oh, okay. but... <laughs> I need to quit smoking. But yes, the gang car is now um, no longer there, but you can hear um, police sirens getting very close now. What do you do? Right, okay. Where do you say, riders? What? Mum. What? They're, they're in the basement. Oh. What do we do? Because my solution is to, like, just get in the flyabout and... The fly about and the fly about and run away. No, the run about and fly away. <laughs> no, yeah. we can't leave them. This rider's mum. We can't leave her with the police. Rider's mums. Rider's mum and rider's mum. First of all, it's the police. Fuck it. Second of all, uh, C point one. Fuck it. Just, like sprints back into the house. Like Tabby. Uh, radar follows the vesk shaped blur. <laughs> um, Tabby. Hello. What? What is it? What, where? Why are you under the stairs? We're down here. Come on down, please. Okay. No, no. Come up here. Trust me. We need to leave now. Is it, is it safe? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Um. And yeah, they very, very slowly because they're quite old ladies start coming up the stairs. This <laughs> is like V's at the top of the stairs. Like. What I love is the fact that in our first sort of recon of this building, we never once established it had a basement. Yeah. No. <laughs> And yeah, um, Mel is there. She's like clinging onto uh, Tabitha's shoulder. She's sobbing, and, and Tabitha's like, "Mel, it's all right, darling. We're alive. We're safe." V's doing a. Can I do a perception to do a quick scan of the house to make sure there's no guns v, v, left lying v, around? V, v, what? V, v, what? 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 V. What? What? Medicine. Uh, where did you put it? Where did I put it? I don't have any medicine. Taps, where's your breathing medicine kept? Oh, that medicine. What? Okay. Oh, there's, there's one in the lounge, and, the, and there's one upstairs in my bedroom. Right, upstairs in the bedroom. The one yeah. in the lounge has got a bullet hole, I'm afraid. I'm going up to the bedroom. I'm right, right. Oh, while he's oh. doing that, V's going to go into... Uh, where is it the main tally access? Uh, the main tally access port is in the lounge, um, in the fireplace. If you okay, yeah, they're going to go into the lounge. I'm like, right, tally, going to need to vacate the house for a bit. Uh, Taliesin kind of does the beep boop, and then she slowly starts to like pry her way out of the fireplace. Yeah, Gil. So V's going like, to grab them, sprint back out to the van, toss them in the back of the van. Close the doors, sprint back to the house. Right, you've got the medicine. <laughs> okay, uh, Mel is like, um, she's still sobbing, and, and Tabitha's like, don't worry, darling, we're, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be okay. And Mel's like, don't you, darling, me? You said you got rid of that bloody rifle. You lied to me. And Tabitha's like, oh, I hoped I'd never have to use it again in anger, Mel, but I, I thought you, you, what you didn't know wouldn't hurt you. You were wrong, Tabitha, it did hurt me. We can't have this conversation <laughs> v's now, Mel. Hustling, v's hustling them out the door. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Radar, where's the runaway? 
Uh, right, has Radar found the medicine? Uh, yeah, you got the you got the, like a big tank of it. You brought it downstairs. I guess you're hurrying well, into the garden now. He'd have grabbed it uh, from the upstairs bedroom. He'd have checked the spare room to make sure he's not left anything behind. Um, yep, yep. Actually, do a perception check. Why not? Just to make sure you don't forget anything. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's an eighteen on the dice. It's looking good. Yeah, you're fine. Um, you okay? Just to make sure there's no guns left behind. Ours yeah. or gangsters. Oh well, I mean, there's going to be like gangster stuff that's left over, but that's yeah. not yours. That'll be okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, tally tabs. Have you got everything important? Um, I I, I think so. What, what do you mean? Where are we going? A uh, good talk. Getting back. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you, the GM, a personal question from the perspective of tab, tabs and Mel? Uh, maybe. How attached are they to this house? I mean, they bought it here, starting to hoping to make a new life away from the the violence of the city. Is it insured for a lot of money? Are you going to burn down the lovely family house in the suburbs? Maybe. Why? Because Why? there's DNA evidence for all of us all over it, and V hates being on record. Um, <laughs> I don't think that would be that would go down very well if you got caught. Uh, I don't have time. Oh no, yes. it's easy. You just turn the oven on and run. No. No. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that and carry on. So, mm. Mm, um, sort of not joking. So Ty, you're um radar. Sorry, you're in the uh, the runabout, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess he's just sort of bundling everybody and all the all the stuff that they can grab. Yeah, every, everyone's climbing in. Tabitha's just like, well, where, where are we going? What's what are we going to do? We're just get, we're going to just wait out in the desert for a bit. Maybe a day. What? See what happens. No, we can't make a break for the border. That'll implicate us. We're the victims here. Right. Uh, while that's going on, I need to. Do, I need to do two things. No, V's still in the house. I need to do two things. I'm not going to burn down the house. Fine. Uh, I need to do some things while this is happening in the background. One is flybys going up to maximum altitude, 360 sweep to see sirens, sirens and lights. Okay. Yep. Perception roll from flyby, please. <sighs> what do you got? I mean, <laughs> fucking guess. Is it one? Just fucking guess. <laughs> Fuck you, flyby. Why is it cloudy today? Okay, okay, so what's happened is the sirens have now stopped. You're right. not sure why the sirens have stopped. The total was 16, by the way, sorry. Okay, so, yeah, the sirens have stopped. You're not sure where the police are, but you sort of look down, you scan around. The police have um, parked up at this point. They're not, like, driving directly in front of the house, but you can't see... What they're doing, but they are upon uh, you now. Fuck, 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 right. While is this he... is happening, radar in in the runabout, Mel is like, um, well, what about um Aggie shop? Yeah, um, it's in the middle of town. Um, Cafe Quill is, is always crowded. It's it's got a big, sturdy building, high visibility. There's no way that Aslanti would risk a full frontal attack. It's in the middle of a civilian area. Aslanti. Tabitha's <clears throat> Ta- 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 like, that's that's not a terrible idea, Mel. That's that's brilliant, actually. Yeah, lots of crowds, more eyes watching. Um, we could hide out there uh, if your sister will let us. A bit more defensible than our house in its current state. What, what, what do we do that instead of running for the border, Radar? The, the border? I'm just taking us out to the desert. We've got to go through the border to get to the desert. Oh, the city. But right, the city limits. Okay, sorry. The yeah. C- <laughs> um, uh, v! <laughs> we can't hear you. You're in the house. Uh, yeah, while while that's going on at the same time, V's going through like the cleaning cupboards, finding like three bottles, whatever looks like the most bleach-like chemicals, and just pouring them over the kitchen area where they got shot. 
Oh, so you're cleaning uh, the kitchen. Okay. They're, they're cleaning Wait. specifically where they bled in the kitchen from when that guy shot Wait. them. What? On the intercom. That's a better idea. A better idea than what? They're going out and hiding in the desert. Um, Ryder's mums want us to go to Ryder's other mum's sister's place. Perfect Quill. It's a coffee shop. Yeah, that one. Oh. I mean, fuck it. What's the tax? Uh, yeah, sure. Fuck it. We've got to run. The police are pretty much here. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna fly there. Okay, we're lifting cool. now. I'll yeah, see you there. He's just like <laughs> the entire, like three like holding a bottle of bleach and a bottle of other cleaning stuff in one hand, just like sloshing it over the entire kitchen worktop and anywhere where there's blood. Like just chucks them on the floor, <laughs> opens a window, jumps out of it. <laughs> oh my god, this is chaos. Okay, so radar, yeah, you're on board the runabout. You start, you're doing the the startup procedure. You start flipping switches um, for the quick startup, but there's a problem. There's no engine power. You've got basic power for the electrics from whatever's left in the batteries, but the thrusters aren't powering up. The reactor's stalled. He's going to get out of the seat, literally move four inches to the right where the reactor is, open the door and see if it's full of sand. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you, you don't even need to do um, the engineering role. Yeah. You can see from the dashboard readout that the reactor control rods are refusing to move. You can hear the mechanism struggling, but they won't budge. But you, you easily brute force your way into the reactor panel, um, you disable all the safeties, tear open the access hatch, and what you see is that all of the thastrite-infused sand that you poured into the fuel cells has now melted into molten glass. It's Brilliant. hardened, fused the control rods in place, and stalled the reactor. Fantastic. Runabout isn't dead, you can fix this, but it's going to take longer than however much time you've left to get the reactor cleaned out and restarted. <laughs> So yeah, runabout is yeah. not going anywhere. Radar has just stood there staring at it and is uh, just, just kicking at himself, really. Uh, <laughs> you were given multiple hints about this. V, V. Uh, what? This is V's like climbing out of the window. What? I swear to God, if you tell me to go back in the hills and grab something, I'm actually going to burn the place down. Runabout's bust. What do you mean runabout's bust? They sabotaged it by putting sand in the reactor. But what? Why? There's it's not working. Radar. We need a plan. Radar, make the oh god. Okay, two blocks down from you is that uh, that gang car. Why don't we just get in Stanley? Or Stanley, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Here we go. Right. Everybody, mm. sorry, dismounting. Flight's not available. Uh, we've been sabotaged by gangsters. Uh, let's get <laughs> in the uh, Stanley. It's here of the gums. And stop saying gangsters. At that exact moment. Um, first response shows up. They don't do the they don't do the American cop thing where like four squad cars pull up outside the house with sirens blaring and they all point shotguns at the house. Instead, they they've parked a block away, and whoever sees it first, you see two armed cops peeling around the sides of hedges, rock gardens, clearing the area, checking for injuries, etc. Uh, they're both little Akeshtis. One's one is much bigger than the other. They're both armed with submachine guns. <laughs> One moves into the driveway, he's like, um, hold it, hold it there. Radar puts his hands up. Okay. Uh, are you civilians? V, are we civilians? <laughs> uh, V's not with you. V, v climbed out of the window and then jumped over the next door neighbor's fence to avoid, uh... Yeah, Mel, no. Mel and Tabitha are, like, peering around the edge of the runabout, just says, um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're safe, we're, we're, we're okay. And yeah, uh, the Akeshti sort of speaks into his mic and says, Okay, residence is secure. Two Yusokis, one K9. Yamultan? It's Yamultan. Yamultan, sorry, sir. Armed response team sort of like 
curl up next to the house. They sort of they clear the house room by room. This uh, this Wanakashti is like suspicious of you. He's pointing his guns at you, Radar. Uh, v, what are you doing? Right, so I went out the house via the window and then over the next one's got. I'm trying to picture in my head. So they're all detached houses, right? So yeah. Cool. Uh, basically, is there a way V can get to Stanley without having to go past umpteen billion police officers? No. They're all pulling up outside the, the house at this point. There are, like, cops, like, talking to each other over two-way radios on their shoulder. But, yeah, at this point, the rest of the police team and, the, and like, the paramedics pull up outside. There's, like, two squad cars. They, they're starting to, like, cordon off the neighbourhood now. I knew I should have blown the fucking house up. <laughs> I don't think that would have made things better. Well, it wouldn't have made things worse. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> so you're in next door neighbor's garden. Uh, yeah, they, they basically just jumped over the hedge and then hid. Okay, there is a small Yusaki mouse girl staring up at you with an ice cream cone, looking utterly shocked. Eh, uh, hi. She waves at you. Crazy day, huh? With her eyes wide open. I mean, where are your parents? She looks over to the um, the house. Where there is a large Yosaki man loading a breech shotgun very slowly while maintaining eye contact with you. <laughs> oh, fly guy's still fly guy's still hovering. Yeah. Can I get a new perception roll? Tell me what you're trying to do, and then I'll tell you what the roll. I want roll. to see where the runabout is, and basically, I'm trying to formulate a plan to get out of this, and it's very difficult. Yes. <laughs> What, what, what do you what do you, exactly do you want to do? You just want to see where the runabout I just, is. I want to know where the runabout is in relation to V and what's going on there. Because V doesn't know that Radar's got a gun pointed at him by some overachieving cop. I mean, you don't know anything about this guy. He may just be a good guy trying to do the right thing for the for the city. Ah, uh, bullshit. He's a police officer. Also, you are in the wrong garden at the wrong end of a house. Yes, exactly. Yeah, well, that's why we have drones. Also, you I, I will remind you, you are the victims in this situation here. You got shot at by some gangers and you defended the house. Yep, but there's nothing more suspicious than being shot at by gangsters, so... Um, V's very much of the opinion that if you're not known to the police, then you're not suspicious to the police. So... Tell you what, can I get an athletics role to... <laughs> to what? To see if I can get from this garden to a garden on the far side, past the police cordon... And then oh, I'm going to have to jog all the way back to that fucking limo, aren't I? Limo? Oh, or not limo, gang car. Um, yeah. I mean, you can. Oh, so what, you're just going to you're just gonna ditch the place, are you? Uh, yes. I'm not going to come back, but... Okay. For now. Sure, yeah, give me an athletics roll if you want to just ditch the scene and come back later. Uh, ooh, oh, 12. 12 is a good number. Uh, plus 13, which is 25. You want to be careful, V. At this rate, you're going to lose the dad bod. <laughs> so yeah, V, v um, you jump over a lot of fences. Um, some more dogs bark at you, but you do the Sean of the Dead thing where you just hop a load of fences. They gradually get taller and taller as you go past. Fucking hate suburbs. <laughs> Mutters V. But eventually you do get to the um, uh, where you parked the ganger's car. You're now thoroughly out of breath, but you climb in. Um, can I get a piloting roll um, for you to just drive it away out of the scene? Uh, first of all, they're going to put the air conditioning on and sit there for a solid 30 seconds. <sighs> 16 total. 16 total. Okay, so, V, you are able to um, climb into this car, put the AC on, cool down for a bit, start it up, and drive away. Uh, and the 
police. The police do not detect you. You're able to flee the scene um, and escape the police cordon, but um, you're now locked out of this this scene and we'll go back to Radar and Ryder's mums for a while. Yeah. I mean, the plan is to, to loop around at some point and pick them up somewhere. So if Radar calls me on comms or if I can get through to Radar on comms, then I'll tell. Okay, well... I was going to do something um, Go on. with regards to comms, and that's basically everything that Radar says will be transmitted to V. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I think I can allow that. But yeah, at this point, the police are like, they're putting tape up around. Uh, this Akeshti has like put his gun down. He's got to just like have it rested on his chest at the moment. Um, yeah. He, Radar does have a rifle slung across his back, but it is on his back. I would like to point oh, that out. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, I thought you chucked it in, in Runabout. Oh, shit, did I? Yeah, you did. You you got all of the weapons and chucked it in the runabout. Yeah, that's just in there. That's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Then, yeah. No, he doesn't. You're still covered in blood and bullet holes, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you're, you're a bit of a menacing sight. So this Akeshti is kind of like, um, he's keeping one eye on you, but the the neighbours and sort of friends of the family are slowly starting to emerge from the houses now. Check everyone's okay. The police are like respectfully holding them back, stopping anyone getting too close to the active crime scene. There are some investigators on the scene looking for, like, bullet casings, dangerous items, any sort of evidence of violence. And yeah, one of them, one of the cops trots up. It's another Fennec lady, and she's got these big fuzzy ears and little black vests oh. and a skirt. She's got this, like, deadly serious gaze about her um, most of the time, but it softens a little bit when she looks at, over at Tabitha and Mel. Um, they, they're being, like, um, talked to by paramedics at this point. Mel's got, like, a blanket around her shoulders. And she sort of goes over to them. She says, um, uh, Hello there, my name's Detective Hoshiro. Uh, you can call me Annie. I'd like to ask you all a few questions and take some statements for our records, if that's okay. Oh, is Radar over with them? Yeah, yeah. You, you, oh, right. You don't need to put your hand up anymore. You've been, um, uh, you've been identified as one of the residents at this point. Hoshiro, Annie Hoshiro, um, she's got like a little data pad and a pen. And she starts getting ready to take notes. She says, um, So, uh, describe to me exactly what happened. Sorry, who's she saying it to? Uh, just the group. Radar's going to sort of look at Ryder's mums and see if they're going to say anything. Yeah, Tabitha sort of looks over to you, and then she turns to the detective and sort of says, um, Well, um, we were attacked just now by a group of armed thugs. Uh, some mercenaries working for the Aslanti Empire tried to kidnap us. Uh, however, our bodyguards uh, got in their way. There was a gunfight, and they were chased away. And the detective kind of wrinkles her brow a little bit of that, and she's like, the Aslanti Empire. And Tabitha kind of looks back at you, Radar. <laughs> uh, Radar is going to say, not directly, we believe it's a third party of a third party. Um, and yeah, she kind of like looks a little bit suspicious, but she nods and like writes something down. It's um, local thugs. Local thugs, I see. Um, did you catch the registration plates of the vehicle that attacked you? Well, it's right outside still. Oh, no, Digdira. No, no, the van that got away. Yeah. Uh, so it was oh, only about no. ten minutes ago. Also, V, you're not here. You fled the scene. <laughs> no, but some the, the, the back bumper of the van is still there in the, in the yes, street. Yes, it is. It's attached to Stanley. Does it got the number plate on it? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. No. Does it? it oh, come on. No, I'm going to say it doesn't, because that's doofy. Right, then Then can Radar make an intelligence roll to try and recall the number plate? You didn't specifically look for it, so it's going to be quite high. Okay, well, he's good at intelligence, so... Okay. 
Yeah. Let's hope so. Maybe he's got, got photographic four. memory. Yeah. Intelligence plus four, so maximum 24. Shoot for the moon. That is 20. Just d dirty 20? Dirty 20. Okay, yeah. Um, your, your brain doesn't remember it, but your robotic eyeball is good at taking um, photo snaps. Photos, yes! Yeah, on, just on the fly. <laughs> so, yeah, you sort of flip back through your... You're essentially your photographic memory, and yeah, you remember it. It was some generic plate number. Oh, yeah, it was... Um, BTO3MGY. Will you get out of my head, V? You're not here. You're not here. You don't get to do that. <laughs> get back in the box, Fesk. <laughs> sorry, could you, could you repeat that for our record, please? Yeah, sorry. Um, had some interference there. Uh, it is XP409394G. Uh, Thank you very much. That will aid our, that will aid our investigation um, very well. I can describe them to you, if you wish. Yes, please. Any description you can give would um, aid our investigation yeah. greatly. Small, uh, Yosaki, um... Sorry, better. What were they? Like a kangaroo rat or field mouse? It was a chinchilla. Chinchilla, yes. Yeah, one uh, chinchilla, two uh, sort of desert hare, mm -hmm. lapine types, and one mouse with a turret-mounted machine gun. And he's going to—he's going to wait for her to look up like that's the stupidest thing she's ever heard. <laughs> I mean, she—she yeah. she looks um, confused. Like she's never had to encounter anything this. Um, Brutal before this is this seems like a very strange thing to happen in this part of the city Yeah, and he's gonna say and if you don't believe me just look at the front of the house I mean Annie sort of like looks over at the the house and she says um, oh Yes, uh, don't worry about this. We can hire a, um, a Maintenance team to repair any damage to the house um, just so you feel a little safer um, here uh, For the record as well This isn't the first time. What do you mean sir? There was an encounter earlier in the day, but uh, it was we came to an amicable agreement with the two assailants, and so we didn't think to report it. I see. Are you sorry? Did you say that they were that this was your bodyguard? And Tabitha sort of nods at this, and Annie makes some more notes. Just says, "You have a lot of vehicles outside. This one is from Off World. Uh, uh, does it belong to your household as well?" Maybe. The runabout flyer is mine. I see. This is a personal vehicle of yours? It is a personal vehicle of mine, yes. You can tell. If you go and look at the reactor, it's full of glass. Why would that confer ownership? Annie's like scratching know. her head. She's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's been a day. Sounds like it. Wow. Um, well, we can station some armed backup outside the house and help you repair some of the damage. We can't let you leave the city until we finish gathering as evidence for the investigation, but violence in a, a quiet suburb like this is going to raise a lot of panic, so we want to make sure we don't miss anything. If you don't feel safe here, is there somewhere else in the city that you can stay? Uh, Tabitha, I believe you mentioned a coffee shop. Yeah, Mel kind of um, perks up at this and says... Um, Sorry, yeah, Mel, I yeah. apologise. Yeah, um, my, my sister's place, um, Café Quill, she's got a shop in the, in the city, we can, we can stay there. It's It's... It, it should be much safer. I'd feel safer if we went there. And the paramedics kind of like, um, <laughs> kind of like holding her, just hugging her. Hmm. I see. Okay. Uh, Annie is like uh, finishing up taking her notes. Uh, at this point, she looks like she's taken um, all of the stuff she needs to take. One moment. Okay. Yeah. At this point, you see some um, 
some of the CSI cops. Uh, they come out of the house, but you picked up all of the. Um... Oh no, you didn't pick up the the gangster weaponry, like the. Uh... Oh. Yeah. Okay. So the CSI cop comes out with like a little plastic baggie. One's got a uh, combat knife in it that the hair drops during the fight with V. Yeah. And yeah, and he sort of says, um, "Right, are there any questions you'd uh, you'd like to ask me before I wrap up here?" Can I see the paramedics, please? There's still a lot of glass in me. Yes, certainly. I was going to ask you if, um, if you wanted to do that. Thank you. Right, and yeah, there's um, there's like a big paramedic van with um, medical supplies in it. That's not great. Um, let's say you get 27 uh, health points back. Ooh, thank you very much. Yep. <laughs> puts, puts it back up to 50. The, the, you stop bleeding at this point. You get uh, bandaged up, patched up. <laughs> right, I was very grateful. He says thank you. He's very quiet right now. And yeah, Annie like smiles, clicks a pen. She looks like she was genuinely concerned about protecting people and just making sure everyone's safe and secure. She's cool. Yeah, the the cops like slowly trickle out of the house. They finish taking evidence, taking photos of the damage. Um, Radar, you're getting patched up in the paramedic van. Most of the armed response unit has uh, packed their kit away and starts driving away. They don't like searching the runabout or anything for um, <laughs> the hidden guns. Radar, what what what's up, V? Radar, what's happening to my van? They're they're leaving it alone, V. Oh, thank God. Yeah, my box. I. Yeah, we're 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 all good as well. Thanks very much. <laughs> yeah. v, you psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> they're joking. No, they're not. They're joking. Yeah, well, that is Probably. not a joke. This is just V. <laughs> but yeah, um, our response uh, unit packs up their kit. Most of them drive away, but the police tape remains in place. Uh, they're still not letting the, le the neighbours too close. There's another police hover car parked on the other side of the road next to Stanley. It's got a, a squirrel and a partra sat in it, and they're just like keeping an eye on things. They look like they've got sidearms, but they look like they'll be able to call for backup quickly if more thugs come to visit the neighbourhood. I guess at this point, um, Radar's going to sort of turn to Mabs and Tabitha and sort of kneel down very, very quietly say, I'm, just, I'm so sorry about all of this. Mel doesn't say anything. She looks thoroughly shaken by all of this. She's like um, perched on the driveway. But Tabitha's just like, it's okay, thank you for being here. I don't know what we would have done without you. They could have killed us. They didn't, so that's Wait, what, Where's V? For. What happened to V? V? Uh, yeah. Comes over comms. What? No, no, we're, we're talking about you, V, not to you. Signs off the comms. Um, <laughs> what a bitch. V's, I believe V has vacated the area to make themselves scarce. They've got a thing going on where they just don't like to be wooded, basically. <sighs> Tabitha looks a little bit shaken by this. Just like, let's, let's go inside. Yes. Um, have you got a broom? Oh yeah, don't worry about that. Well, we'll we'll do the clean up once we get in. I'll put the kettle on. Thank you. Um, I I need to just be doing something though. I um, see, I see. Don't worry. We'll, we'll do the clean up together. Come on, Mel. We, we've um, got a bit of work to do this evening. It's, I I can I can handle it if you want. If you two just want to just take a load off. I think that would actually be quite a nice um, nice refresher for what's just happened to us. Yes. Um, I'll uh. I'll wrangle up V and we'll we'll get to fixing this. Okay. It's a shame I couldn't hit anything with that bloody rifle. I was always rubbish with it. It's 
it's about suppression. You don't have to be accurate. That's what Mac used to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, it's Mac Ryder's deadbeat dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. no, I don't want to be compared to him. No, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, Roseborough Avenue uh, is one, and I cannot have sensed as enough one. It starts to quieten down a bit. Um, it's the middle of the afternoon now. Suffice to say, the neighborhood watch meeting at Jeff's house did not go ahead, as something far more interesting happened. Mm -hmm. House Maxim is going to be the subject of a lot of gossip for a few weeks. For a few weeks? There was a shootout. Yeah, <laughs> a shootout in the suburbs. That's the stuff that doesn't go away. <laughs> but yeah, um, Tabitha has gone into the kitchen, she's put the kettle on. She started sweeping up some of the broken glass from the back door anyway. Um, Mel's gone into the living room and she's just sitting in her armchair. She's wrapping Dez up in some bandages. He looks a little bruised from where the hair kicked him, but he's okay. So what, what about you, Radar? What are you up to? Uh, well, if Radar's been furnished with, with the broom like he asked for, um, what he'll do is he's literally just out the front sweeping up like broken glass and just bits of detritus. Yeah, there's, um, there's like a missing window upstairs as well that got blasted inwards by a, a sound cannon. Yeah. That was literally the dubstep gun. I'm surprised you missed that. <laughs> it was the web cannon. I, I, I did I did clock that. <laughs> um, and yeah, eventually... Uh, actually, V, what are you up to? Are you still just, like, driving around? V drove outside the cordon area. Uh, he did. They probably parked up, like, five or six blocks away. And the way, they were talking to Radar on the comms, and Radar just cut them off. It was like, we're talking about you. Cuts them off. Yeah. So he's like, <laughs> well, fuck you too. You ran off and left him. Well, I mean, <laughs> I was going to come back. Yeah, well, Radar was going to sign back on the comms. Radio check, how read? Uh, you sound like shit. What's going on? Um, I'm up in, I'm upstairs with the broom right now, just sweeping up the shattered mirror. It's Wait, you're still in the house? I thought you were... Yeah, the, most of the police are gone. There's two police officers in a car outside waiting to see if any thugs turn up. So do your best to just look nonchalant and not a threat. Yeah, I'll just look like not a threat. Yeah, maybe if you put your hoodie on right, maybe you'll hide better. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, tell you what, I'll come outside and meet you so that they know you're not a threat. Yeah, Where are you? Uh, drove like three or four blocks away. You drove? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what did you drive? The, 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 that gang car, the one that's still got no fucking plates on it. Well, that gang car? Yeah. The gang car associated with the gang that Akatan police are now actively looking for. Well, yeah, we took the plates off. Do you think it's less suspicious with no plates? Well, it's less suspicious than having the plates that Mitch... I don't know. Wait, how would the police even know what the plate numbers are? No, that's just it. They'll see the place where your plates are supposed to be and pour you over anyway. Uh, let me find somewhere to hide this then, and I'll just uh, fucking... You're still in it! <laughs> You're still in it! <laughs> Waiting for the police to leave so I could come pick you up. I thought we were supposed to be going to... They left two hours ago! Well, why did you tell me that? I was in a huff! <laughs> <laughs> why was I in a huff, B? Why was I in a huff? I don't know. How long have you got? <laughs> Fuck me. Do you know what I did today? Today I started by pulling an all-nighter trying to fix a drone and my hand glove. Then I got shot. Well, then I you got know shot why again. you got shot? 
protecting Ryder's bow. No, because like, he keeps running here. at fucking guns. Stop it. Stop yeah, doing that. Yeah, and I'll keep doing it as long as it points the far away from the mission critical objective, yes. Have you considered buying a shield or some kind of Have cover? Have you considered getting out of the damn stolen gang car <laughs> and just coming home? Well, I have to walk <laughs> <laughs> He's just like you turned into a skexy there. That was great. Please. Right, I'm gonna walk all the way back to you. I'll give you a ping when I'm close by. And all right, hang on, hang on. Let me get back into character. Angry at me. Angry at me. Okay. Yeah. Give me a ping when you're nearby. I'll come out and meet you. Mm -hmm. Click. <laughs> okay. The V's still in the suburbs. They're gonna look around for like a parking garage or a yeah, car park the, or um, multi-story or something. Actually. You recognise this area. Um, this is the community centre where Ryder's mums went to acrobics. You spot the exact same parking lot that you were in earlier. You could spot the exact same parking space. Yeah, you could, in theory, just put the car back where you got it and just walk home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fair. I mean, what's the parking rate like? Wait. You're concerned about the parking rate. Who are they going to find? Oh no, they'll tow it. Oh no. Okay. What a shame. <laughs> I like this gear. Oh my god. We don't have space in the light car. Ruffling through, ruffling through the glove box. There's like rubber bands and an eraser in there. Nah. I was hoping Gangman just keeps like interesting the car, but oh well. Locks it up and just like starts the long walk. Okay, so you leave. Um, I think Acton needs a fucking bus service to sign good grief. I mean, it does have a bus service, but you don't know the running times of the buses. <laughs> Walking um, all the way back. <laughs> but yeah, still out of breath from earlier, your, your heart's still pounding from all the running you had to do earlier. You park up, leave the car in the exact same space it was in earlier, minus some plates and slash and grease, and start walking back. Takes about 20 minutes, half an hour, but at that point, a small white hover van rolls off outside the house, and the driver starts chatting with the police. Radar, you can see this from out of the shattered window. There's a a human woman driving it wearing overalls and the police let her in she trots up to the house inspects the damage to what remains of the front door before she rings the bell to get your attention radar comes down yeah Des gives like a bark when he hears the doorbell ring but like he looks like he immediately regrets doing that because he's hurt his ribs so he does the bark and he's like <laughs> radar says I've got it and um, yeah, there's a, a human woman there, blonde hair, overalls, which says, uh, Hello, I've been contracted to repair some structural damage. Right, I like to imagine Radar like opens the door and like a bit of it just falls away. I mean, just to punctuate the structural damage, so it's like... Uh, there barely is a yeah. door at this point. There's like a hinge with a bit of wood on it, and you open it and it just falls off, yeah. and she like looks down at it. <laughs> and he just nods quietly, he's like, Yeah, okay, what's your name? Uh, it's Nina. Nina, Nina... Um, Samola, let's go with that. Nina Samola. Nina Samola. Thank you, Nina. Do you have any credentials? It's been a day. We'd like to make sure people are actually who they say they are. Oh, yes, of course, of course. And, yeah, she pulls out, like, her... Um, she's got, like, a like a builder's license, and it's got her name on it, uh, the firm she works for, and, I mean, the cops let her through, so... Uh, did, did, did it look like they looked at her credentials or did they just wave her through? No, they looked at her credentials. They made sure that um, she was who she said she was. And the the cops did say that they had like called somebody over to repair structural damage. Yeah, but that doesn't her. mean anything. Those, those comms could be infiltrated and this could be somebody pretending uh, to be them. That's true. Um, 
Do a sense motive. Yeah, uh, yeah I'd like to do a sense motive if that's okay. Where okay. is my d20? There it is. Plus two. Oh, Radar, oh, you no. trusting idiot. With an eight, that's ten total. Ten total. Okay, um... This isn't really good news for you because your paranoia doesn't get um, over whether or not she is telling the truth. She looks genuine enough. She looks like she's just been hired to come out and, and fix some damage to a house after a, an incident. But she's kind of like looking at the front door. She's sort of saying, um, is, is it just the door or is there any other damage to the house? There's uh, there's the, the damage is mostly confined to the upstairs window, this front door in the back room. But you may find the odd stray bullet hole here and there. I see. Well, I can repair the door. That seems like the most um, pressing. I can fit some new windows. That shouldn't take any longer than the rest of the day. Okay, Nina. Well, this checks out, but you'll have to forgive my paranoia. I am going to have to sort of be present while you're doing this. Um, I understand. I understand, sir. Are you the um, are you a resident or are you a, a hired bodyguard? The um, police just said uh, there were two residents and a bodyguard. Yes. Um, there should be a friend coming over as well at some point. A friend? In fact, I... Yes. All right. Uh, well, you can watch me if you want. It might be a little boring. After today's day, I could do with a little boredom. <laughs> All right. Well, I might need some help measuring up the door and and, um, and whatnot. I'll get uh, my materials out the van. Very well. And yeah, Nina goes over to a van, starts getting uh, wood panelling, hammers, screwdrivers, nails, hinges, doorknobs, and um, yeah, starts repairing the door. Radar clicks the um, the throat mic. Does V, where are you? Yeah, still walking back to the fucking house. If anyone asks, you're a friend and you're coming over. I'm going to go and tell the police that are guarding us that you're on the way. Okay, cool. I mean, are you not dying anymore? No, they, they stuck me in the ambulance and they filled me full of the good juice. Oh, good. <laughs> so, good what I'm going to do is just... I'm going to sit here. I'm going to keep an eye on this, this builder who's here. Um, just in case they're an assassin or something. Um, <coughs> but uh, I'm going to need you to sort of take over guard duties because I haven't slept in two days, V. Oh, uh, yeah. We don't get there. Uh, I mean, how far away is V at this point? I'd, I'd say you're about like two minutes away. You can see the the police cordon. <sighs> you're just sort of like coming down, coming up the avenue. Yeah, at least this hoodie doesn't have any bullet holes in it. <laughs> yeah, so Radar's going to go over to the two police people in the in the car. Okay. Sort of give them a wave on the way over. I don't know if they wind the window down or anything. Yeah. Um. At this point, they've both got coffee, and yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> so yeah, the squirrel fellow um winds the window down. He's like, um, oh, Sam. Hey, um, yeah, just letting you guys know, we've, uh, we've got a friend coming over, a big Vesk. Um, oh. Just just to help out. I uh, wanted to let you guys know that I'll be escorting them into the court in any way. All right, what do they look like? Tall Vesk. Tall Vesk. <laughs> Tall Vesk. Coloration, yeah. age? Uh, age unknown. It's a Vesk. Uh, <laughs> coloration is pale. All right, we'll keep an eye out. Thank you for letting us know. Okay, well, you'll see me with them in a second. They're, they're not far. Okay. Cheers. Where'd you get the coffee? Huh? Oh, we've got a, a stock in the back of the car. Would you like some? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, the squirrel, like, reaches into the back of the car. There's, like, um, a kettle and, like, some little styrofoam cups. And he, like, pours oh you... God, that's wow. amazing. <laughs> and he, like, pours you some coffee. And, yeah, he gives you, like, a little styrofoam cup of coffee. Thanks very much. Cheers. That's all right. I'm going to head over to the cordon. Okay. Oh, it's hot. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, at this point, you both, like, meet up, V and, and Radar, at the cordon. Mm. Uh, the officer there, he, like, he hears some chatter over his shoulder, Mike, and he, like, lifts up the police tape to let you through, V. Yeah, uh, X. How did you get coffee? Uh, police people that have coffee. Huh. Also, there's probably coffee in the house if you just ask Ryder's mums. Yeah, I just didn't want to disturb them. Oh, no. I don't know if they're speaking to me at the moment. Uh, you. Well, Radar looks around, make sure nobody's within earshot. You did sort of leave us in the lurch. What's going to come back for you? <laughs> I imagine you're saying this like as you're walking back to the house from, away from the yeah, police. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. the, the, the sound of boots crunching over broken glass is, is what I imagine. Is yeah, the, they, they the don't hear you. Or do they? They don't hear you. <laughs> this is. Um, Radar points to the builder. Yeah, this is Nina Samola. She's the builder. I don't know if she's an assassin or not, so just keep an eye on her. Uh, I... That's a curiously specific thing to say. Yeah, well, you know, we've already seen holographic projectors and things today, and a turret-mounted Gatling gun in a truck. <laughs> so anything's possible, really. Uh, you know what? When you put it like that, fair enough. But I need you. I just need you to do guard duty while I just grab eight hours. Yeah, I'm going to wire tally back into the house, uh, get some sleep, yeah, yes. and then... Oh yeah, you've still got like um, Talison in, in a duffel bag over your shoulder, haven't you? <laughs> so yeah, um, you trot back in the house. Nina sort of like steps to one side. She's like measuring up boards. Hmm. Yeah, Tambitha almost senses that uh, Talison is close, and she comes to uh, <laughs> she comes like into the hallway to uh, to look at you, V, and she's like, V, what what happened? Where did you go? Uh, I had to not be around for a second. Uh, well, I got your house back. The no, holding you, up. You did. Thank you. Um, hello, Talison. Come here. And she like she opens her arms up, and Talison like hops out of the duffel bag and onto her hands and trots up onto her shoulder and sits there like Fly Guy does on yours. Aww. but more like a spider. So, what were you saying, Levy? Are you are you are you not in favour with the police or something? No, I just thought I'd scare around a bit, see if we could like pick out the scent of those guys that shot at us. I see. Did, did you find anything? No. Nope. They, okay. all, they all the way fucked off. Bloody bastards. Look what they've done to my house. Tabitha like, looks quite angry mm. at this point. Yeah. They spilled bleach all over your table. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering uh, what that smell was. What's going on in the kitchen? Uh, I don't know. I guess the container must have been like knocked off or something. Who knows? Must have got shot or something. The mysteries, yeah. Yeah, all the way out of the bathroom and down into the kitchen. Yeah. <sighs> At least that, that small patch of kitchen is very clean now. <laughs> you got that going for you? Oh, I don't know. How's um how's the work coming along? How's um is Nina was it? And yeah, she goes over and, and talks to, to Nina for a bit. Talison's all plugged back in now, so Talison is helping the house get rebuilt. Tabitha, Mel, I I need to sleep. Um, is it okay to take the spare room still? Oh yes. Um, I mean, it, it's missing a window, isn't it? I'm used to sleeping. I'm used to sleeping outside. <laughs> okay. It'd be nice to have a. At least it'd be nice to have walls in all four directions and a roof. So Tabs goes upstairs with Radar. What What are you doing, V? At this point. Uh, now that uh, Tally's back in the house, they're probably just going to take watch, like by the by the front door, like via by a window or something. Okay, so yeah, you you go up to like I don't know, like the the kitchen window or something, and just like stay, keep watch. Yeah. Keep okay. Track. At this point, 
Mel waddles up alongside you and she just like sets herself down next to you for a moment. She doesn't really look scared anymore. She's almost beyond that at this point, but she um, just kind of like just wants some company. Oh, yeah. You're not going to bed then? Um, I'm, I'm not really sleepy. Not yet. Yeah, fair. Well, it's been a hell of a day. Is it always like this for, for, for you lot? Uh, no, not always. This is fairly exceptional circumstances, I reckon. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, it's all usually nice and peaceful and tranquil, you know. Taking food packages to people in need and stuff like that. Lied V. Oh, you bullshitter. Yeah. Oh. Must seem like a complete coward to Tabitha. Yeah, was it? I, d I don't like playing the victim, but last time I stood up for what I believed in, someone I cared about lost their life. I don't know if I can do that again. Really? Yes. Who's it? Mel, like, she takes a moment, um, she takes her glasses off and sort of, like, cleans them and puts them back on. Before I met Tabitha, I had a husband, and we ran a small gambling shop in the city. Easy money, Marco used to say. But it was it was too easy. We, um, we drew the attention of the Sandstorm Nine. They're another gang syndicate. And they wanted a slice of our success, so they started demanding protection money, insurance. And we paid it at first. My husband and I paid up. But then I decided that we weren't going to let them extort us anymore. And I told the collector straight to his face exactly what would happen to him if he came in again. I was so angry. I had so much fire inside of me on that day. But he didn't respond to me. He never said a word. Instead, he responded to my husband. He dragged him into the back room and he shot him in the head right in front of me. Yeah. And I, I, just, I just stood there frozen until the police arrived. And I've never been brave again ever since. And she looks like she's sounded well up at this point. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. But, I mean, V has no experience with comforting people help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's just like, puts their arm like awkwardly around their shoulders like there yeah there yeah yeah I imagine that's um, that's actually quite nice and she'll like hug, <clears throat> hug V back just massive vest arm wrapped around I don't like playing the victim V but she kind of pushes you back back aside again but, but I also don't like being played for a fool those thugs that attacked us earlier were from Obscura Cabal I recognise the uniform on that chinchilla woman they hate the Islanti. There's no way they'd work for them. And she, like, she, she tries to get, like, in front of you and look you dead in the eye. She says, You don't have to tell Tabitha, but I beg you to tell me the truth. I demand to know what's going on in my house. What's really happening to us? Uh, look, Mel, I don't want to lie to you. V gets up and walks away. Fucking hell, Shit. You utter psychopath. <laughs> no. Uh, that doesn't happen, okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's too good a job to miss. V pops and a fresh V walks in from off screen. <laughs> V's just like locks up for a second. like, shit. <laughs> eh. Please tell me the truth, V. I'm begging you. Would you understand if I told you that I couldn't tell you the truth, but for reasons that were necessary to protect you. 
She's she's just like shaking her head slowly at this point. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't believe me either. Eh. Uh, oh, fuck it. Please tell me. The reason that... <laughs> V's just like, shit, what can I lie here? Yeah, I mean, you don't have to lie at all. <laughs> well, they do, because they promised Ryder that they wouldn't tell Tabby and uh, Mel what the real reason for all this was. You promised if... that you wouldn't tell Tabby, but not Mel. Ah, that's a loophole. Well, no, no, GM, don't encourage them. Uh, just saying. <laughs> it still feels like betraying Ryder's confidence, but not as badly, because it wasn't explicitly said don't tell Mel, I guess. But... Mm, yeah, but it's up to you. That's the thing. Again, it's V. v V's very much the uh, don't tell anyone anything. Don't get involved officially with anything. I know. <laughs> Operate entirely in the shadows and don't get caught. And murder anyone that can out. I mean, so's Ryder, but that doesn't always go to plan. <laughs> yeah, those poor orphans. Uh, <laughs> look, Mel. Yes? Ryder is sorting something on planet. You're right. The people that are coming after you aren't Islanti backed. It's Obscura Cabell. They have something against Ryder right now and you're being caught up in the centre of it. I see. Ryder made me promise not to mention Obscura Cabell, especially to her mother, because, uh, I mean, Ryder and Obscura Cabell have a history, and he's got the finger quotes. I don't know how much you know about Ryder's past, but way back when she was even smaller than she's now, she, she was a fixer for them. She got out of that life, but that life didn't quite get out of her. She told me that she was going to put pay to the whole thing once and for all, clean break with the entire lot of them. And fearing retaliation against you two, she asked us to step in and keep an eye. She also told us explicitly not to tell uh, Tabby at least that it's to do with Obscure Cabal because Tabby knows enough about them to worry and Ryder didn't want her to worry. So I promised Ryder to her face that I wouldn't mention Obscure Cabal to Tabby, just so she wouldn't worry. You can see Mel very slowly starting to, to nod while you're talking. Her expression hasn't changed, though. So, I mean, that's the long and short of it. And unfortunately, it looks like she was right in that the whole Obscure Cabal seems to know where you guys live, and they're calling you in as collateral, essentially. Mel's, Mel's still nodding, but she's just expressionless at this point. So, to summarise, it's all gone tits up, and I'd feel a lot better if we could get you out of the city, or somewhere safe, or preferably off-wheeled, but I know that with Mel's medical needs, it's not going to be that easy. Any suggestions are welcome. Okay, at this point, Mel like very slowly gets up. Um, she goes over to the sink, and she pours herself like a big glass of water and just drinks it all and she looks back at you V and she says I hope this is all worth it considering how small of a presence Ryder has been in our lives recently she puts it down and yeah she very slowly starts to make her way out of the kitchen and starts to go upstairs um, she's got that, she's that air of sadness it. back to her again She uh, can I roll perception to get a sense of is she in the sort of mood where she's going to go upstairs and spill everything to her wife or girlfriend or is she in the sort of mood where she's going upstairs and keep the important confidence uh, sense motive 
That's the one. Sense motive. So 15. 15. Uh, you don't know. She she looks incredibly frosty, I think, is the, the way I would describe it, um, towards you. Very stony-faced, but she looks like she understood everything that was being said, but you can't tell if she's going to instantly run up and tell Tabitha or not. She probably wouldn't, given her, her character that you know of her, but you can't be certain. Hmm. Well, that's one problem I can't made my way out. Things for themselves. But yeah, meanwhile, back upstairs, um, Radar, Tabitha is, um, she's making your bed. <laughs> oh, no, no, don't, please. What? Why not? <laughs> it's it's fine. I've... I've got to make you comfortable, haven't I? You've just been shot. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is, this is nothing. Um, uh, it looks like something to me. You've got holes in you. Nah, uh, it's... <laughs> sorry, that accent was too good. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, back in character. No, no, trust me. This is this is relatively mundane. Radar will um, I say no, no. It's it's fine. I'll just, I, I just as long as the mattress is there, I'll be I'll be fine. Okay, I'll all right. On it. I, I won't fuss then. I won't fuss. As long as you're sure you're okay. Radar sort of, he does that thing where you sort of tuck your shoulder in and just sort of roll onto the bed and sort of flick your legs onto it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Pouring liquid Yamalton onto a bed. Um, so it's now yeah. about um, four p.m. Are you just going to sleep? Yeah, Radar's asleep before he hits the hits the mattress. Okay, and yeah, back downstairs. It's now like early evening. Uh, Radar's asleep upstairs. Uh, it's a pretty chilly mood in the house that night. Tabitha cooks up another curry, mm-hmm. um, serves it up. Uh, she knows that uh, Radar's asleep, so she's only cooking for three. Um, everyone is like sat in front of the TV watching the news and some pa- some panel shows. Uh, V's still by the window. They're keeping. Yeah, but she's made you some curry. She's like served it on a plate. They usually Tabitha and Mel are like quite jovial in their conversation, but this evening they say nothing to each other. They are just deadly silent watching the TV. Not even like casual conversation. Fair. Eventually they finish up, bring everything in, put it all in the dishwasher. Tabitha. She goes into like the lounge and does like more run-throughs of her lines for her play. She seems like she's trying to distract herself from what's just happened more than anything. So she's just she's still preparing for that play that she's going to be in. Hmm. I mean, also fair. And eventually, uh, the ladies turn in for the night. The windows have all been replaced now. Nina has, uh, yeah, she's like uh, come up on the outside of the house and just slotted in a new window. It's made a little bit of rattling noise radar, but you are just so exhausted at this point, you just sleep through it. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, all of the windows are replaced. The front door is um, installed brand new, but the whole house feels like it's had a bandage put over an infected wound, if that makes sense. There's a very damaged atmosphere that just remains hanging in the air that night. V, you're sort of like just sat on a stool at the breakfast bar with the lights on. Have you got the lights on or are you in the dark? Uh, no, they've got the, they're in the dark. If they leave the lights on, then uh, they won't be able to see out the windows because of the glare effect. It's just the, the occasional like cherry glow of a pinprick in the window. Yeah. Um, the night goes by. Uh, can I get perception rolls from both of you? Radar, minus 10 from you because you are asleep. Yep. Ba, 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 ba. Ah, however, he's rolled 19. Um, so. 18. Oh, wow. 35. So 25. Take, take away 10. Yeah, okay. Okay, so you both hear it. Middle of the night, about sort of 3am, you hear arguing 
from um, Tabs and Mel's bedroom. It's quite muffled at first, but um, you hear like, this isn't fair, Tabs. Keep it down, they're gonna hear us. No, I will not keep it down. I've been quiet long enough. I can't stand this anymore. I can't fall apart now. We've got to be strong. Strong with all the lies, Tabitha. They lied to me about that ghastly rifle. You said you'd gotten rid of it. And what if I had? What if I told Brighter's friends to leave us alone? We'd all be dead right now, or worse. Sometimes you have to take risks to survive. Don't talk to me about surviving, Tabitha. You know what I've been through. We need to stay strong. We need to stay strong, not for us, but for our family. She is your daughter, Tabitha, not mine. And then there's this moment of just dead silence. <laughs> that is not cool. Movies is like how to make sleeping gas at <laughs> yeah. home with common household chemicals, just like searching that on the internet. I was uh, just posting a meme, like, then it got real. And then you just hear Mel just say, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Tabitha, I'm sorry. And then you just hear this quiet sobbing come from the bedroom, and there's no other noises. There's just fireflies and crickets. And then, Radar, there's a shunt at the door, and Des the Toad barges his way into the spare room and curls up at the foot of the bed. He doesn't seem to like it when they fight. Aww. <laughs> Aww, you finally made Aww. a friend with him. And, yeah, there's, there's no other um, incidents throughout the night. Unless you guys want to do anything when you hear that, because um, Radar, it wakes you up. V, you're already awake. Yeah, uh, V's leaving that all the way fuck alone. Like, yeah. Yeah. Why would we ever touch <clears throat> that? Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that happens. Mm. And just like that, it's the next morning. Once again, okay. it starts bright and early. Not as early as the previous <clears throat> ones. Tabs and Mel sleep in a little bit. But they're still stirring about sort of 7am. Oh, sorry, Sai, just quickly. Yeah? Um, Radar went to bed, like, super early. Could he be up a little earlier as well? Uh, yes, you can. And cool. you have now long rested, so you've recovered all of your stamina's yeah. back and some of your HP. Yeah. Uh, so Radar will have come down probably about 6am, I'm guessing? Yeah, about sort of 6am. Uh, so that's before um, Tabs is up. Yeah. Morning, V. Oh, yeah, it is morning. Coffee? Uh, v... <laughs> V, huh? you now have a um, a condition inflicted upon you. You have uh, fatigued. Mm. Yeah, sounds about right. So yeah, V, you've got um, giant bags under your eyes. Your eyes are much more redder than they used to be. <laughs> they're already as red <laughs> as they can be. Oh, they're redder. Yeah, but there's red irises. Now you've got red, like, whites. Yeah. Morning, V. Yeah. Oh, you sleep alright? Like the dead. Oh, don't say that. Pointedly, Ooh. didn't hear Ugh. any arguing from the other room. Oh, uh, yeah, me either. Yeah, I'm going to uh, make some coffee. They're going to have some cracking makeup sex later, though. <laughs> I'm just going to carefully erase that from my mind. <laughs> you look like shit. Thank you. Go and go and go and sleep. Uh, just crash out on the couch. Uh, I'm tempted. I mean, you're awake now, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm up now. I'll be up all day. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna grab 40 winks on the couch then. Alright. Thump! <laughs> v is literally just passed out in the middle of the floor, I imagine. Because um, okay. the tiles are nice and warm. <laughs> yeah, there is like a little patch of sunshine that's starting to come in and just heating up the uh, the tile kitchen floor. So V passes out in that in like a little vesk ball mm -hmm. and starts to sleep. It's amazing. Radar's just gonna shake his head. It's amazing how well the vesk body can just compact itself. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it looks like V has just had all of their bones removed. <laughs> yeah. Return to egg. <laughs> Become egg. Somebody's deflated V. <laughs> uh, Radar's going to start making coffee and, and toast for, for the usual time. Okay, so yeah, you start making coffee. You, you kind of know where everything is at this point. <laughs> so he goes to pick up the kettle, uh, lifts it, and realizes that the bottom of it's been shot away. Uh, so he oh. puts it back down again. Yeah, he, um, you, like, you pick up the kettle, uh, the bottom of it just stays on the hob. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, so he'll put it down, and he'll go and get a saucepan out and check it for bullet holes. The saucepan that's hanging on the uh, the rack with all of the knives and the uh, steak carving knives and whatnot is okay. You can use yeah, that. Yeah, he'll take that. Just make breakfast, really, out of what's not, what's there, what's to hand. Okay, so yeah, you, um... Do you have, like, a, a cooking skill? What would that be? Life science? No, it's gonna be awful! <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, you're usually used to eating just, like, paste and, and processed garbage in... No, he's not! He's used to eating things cooked by other people. No, I mean just, like, on the Like a 7, just, like, TV dinners, essentially. Oh, God, yeah, microwave food. Yeah. Um, what would it be? Um, I'm going to say life science, because that's like a life skill. Life he's got plus six in it, hmm. so... Um, maybe he's like seen a lot of things, but never really tried it until now. Okay. This is the moment. This is the moment we could throw away the life of a mercenary and become a famous gourmet mm. chef. Mm. <laughs> By rolling a four. <laughs> By rolling a so four? A so ten. So that's a ten, yeah. So it's average. Okay, it's so average you, breakfast. you're not quite salt bay yet, but you yeah. do manage to um, rustle up a, a hearty breakfast. It doesn't look great, the presentation has a lot to be desired, but you don't measure taste with the spirit level. And, yeah, you make some bacon croissants with a nice bit of butter and some coffee. Hey. Hey. For lots of it. V? V? V is asleep. Uh Okay, so Radar's going to... This is well-practiced, I like to this manoeuvre, and that's basically you put your finger on V's bottom jaw and just sort of push the jaw down. <laughs> the, the, and sort of the, the head sort of just hinges over and you just pour the breakfast in and just close it and just walk away. I see. V, how do you respond to this? Uh, they're still asleep, but... Ba also bacon V's, dreams. So muscle memory goes... Muscle memory kicks in. It's mm. like... <laughs> okay, so you just... You absorb, you osmose the bacon croissant... Yeah. And the coffee. Um, I'm, I'm going to allow you to carry on sleeping after that. Yeah. Radar stands there, smiles after a moment, then pats me on the head. Um, <laughs> and then goes and preps everybody else's. Okay. And yeah, at this point, uh, Tabitha comes down. She looks like she hadn't slept very well. And she says, Oh, you're making breakfast. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, I thought you could do with the rest, and I woke up early. Um, yes. Um, so... Mel uh, didn't sleep very well either, um, so she's uh, she's going to catch some more winks. <sighs> oh, okay. Uh, I've well, I've made I've made one for everybody. V's already eaten theirs. Um, do you want me to keep hers to one side? Yeah, keep hers to one side. We can warm it up later. Well, um, bon appetit, I guess. I hope it's okay. Oh, I'm sure it is. It looks lovely. Th thank you, thank you, darling. Thank you. And yeah, she like sits down at um, next to you. On a breakfast bar stool, and starts tucking in. It's like, mm, yes, very nice, very nice. Thank you. So, sorry if you um, if you heard us last night. It's been a bit of a been a bit of an hectic week, hasn't it? It has. Um, I heard nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> said Radar with his eyes unfocused and staring How into the middle distance. He said that. Roll the fucking it's, bluff. No, it's it's, <laughs> it's not even a bluff. It's like it's a very pointed. 
we heard, but we don't really want to sort of talk about it. Sort of that subtext. Uh, you know? Okay. Yeah. You can roll the bluff if you want. Um, roll the bluff anyway. I just want to see. <laughs> uh, that is a two plus bluff of nine because he's been practicing. So that's eleven. Okay, that's actually not too bad. So she she doesn't really um, respond to this. She kind of like it's just she's got a mouthful of bacon croissant. She's like, how how long did you say you've been working with my rider again? Um, about seven years. Oh wow, that's that's quite a long time, isn't it? And does Ryder ever talk about me when she's with you? Meta. Uh, she does mention her quite a lot, doesn't she? Um, and we've also been sometimes. like we've we've met Dream Ryder's mum as well. So you have. How are you going to explain that? I don't yeah. really want to. I don't really want to open with that. Really, I was just not going to mention that bit. Um, not going to touch that with a barge pole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, she she mentions you fairly often. Uh, uh, I don't know, a, a normal amount, if I'm honest. Like, Radar sort of, he's got half a cross on it in one hand and just sort of shrugs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and is she. Uh, does she like her family? Yeah, oh, gotcha. She's incredibly grateful for you and everything that she's mentioned you've been through. All right, all right. Uh, sorry, I've just. I've always tried not to let Mac influence her memories of home too much. I think she was just so happy to get away from seeing me cry all the time that she forgot all of the, the good memories we made here as well. I don't think that's true. No? Considering how much she mentions that she misses you. But you have to understand that people are people and sometimes they need to, you know, make their own way in the world. And Ryder is very, very good at what she does. And you can see uh, Tabitha, like, smiling a little bit, proud of that. Anyway, sorry, I'm bringing the mood down, aren't I? What, um, how's your croissant? No, no, my, my croissant's fine. But look, you, I think you need to talk about this, and I'm happy to listen, or at least answer questions. I don't really know what to ask, if I'm honest. I just... I wish she spoke to me more. If I may say one final thing, then, and we'll move on. Mm -hmm. And that's that... I don't trust anybody any more than I do your daughter. She like looks right up right up into your eyes at this point. Right, I sort of smiles back a little bit. That's a very kind thing to say, thank you. And V would probably say the exact same thing, but they're currently a puzzle. <laughs> they're asleep. So, <laughs> <laughs> Quiet mess snoring. Yeah. Oh god, is V snoring over this touching scene? I don't know. If he's I don't get. I don't get many of these in character, so let me have this one. Okay. No, that's <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, there will. There will come a time when Ryder will come back, and she'll tell you everything. Every wonderful adventure that we've been on, and that's not for me to tell you before she gets here. That's for you and her. Yes. Yes, you're right. I can't wait to hear from from her in person about all the wonderful things you guys do. We are currently in a very dangerous game, and Ryder is playing her part in it, as are we. Once the game is over, that's when you'll see her again. I know, it's just... I hate the waiting. I always have. Oh, yeah. Preaching to the choir on that one. <laughs> Did you know I got stuck in a pot in space for 10,000 years? <laughs> no, really? Mm-hmm. Don't look a day over 20. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, th I'm 34, so I like that a lot. Um, yeah, no, it was cryogenically frozen. Wow. And it was, um, it was V here and Ryder who found me. They, they found you in, in, in the pod? Just floating in space, orbiting a planet. Must have been awfully lonely. Well, I had company. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tabitha's a little confused about that. She's like, oh. Right. He, Ray, Radar sort of just taps his um, exocortex. Oh, I see, I see. Yes, that makes more sense now. Oh, yes, because it's it's like a drone, but it's inside your head, isn't it? How, how is that, by the way? Uh, one way I would describe it is cosy. Yes. Hmm. It's, like you say, it's a drone. It helps you process... Um, mine does a lot of other things as well. Um, excuse me a minute and he sort of he turns away and sort of pushes his hair over his face and then he taps the buttons on the side of his thing and he pulls the um, robotic eye out of its socket um, uh, and disconnects it from all the cables yeah Tabitha like she raises her eyebrows a little bit at this she's not like screaming at this but she's like oh alright <laughs> yeah no it's, it's it's fine I just I just wanted to show you what like basically this component he holds the eyeball up he says if you took this apart you would certainly recognise systems from it that are interlicent. I see. It's all very, very similar. In this instance, and he sort of clicks it and pops it and moves it around a bit, and like a lens forms. Uh, in this particular instance, that's actually an azimuth pistol. Oh, so it's uh, the, the, the personal defence item that we were talking about earlier. I, I saw you yes. wanted to install one of those in um, interlicent, yes. I didn't, I didn't install one of these interlicent, but I could do. Well, Talison has always been a sage drone. She um, offers me advice more than anything. Uh, tells me information that I might be forgetting when I was on my uh, my technician job many, many years ago. But now she just keeps me company in the house. It's been nice to have a personal assistant. Oh, it certainly is. Yeah. Mine just yells data at me when it's bored. Oh. Well, I can imagine that keeps you company as well. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the data, I guess. That's <laughs> right, I'm laughing. Um, and then he, he pops the, the eyeball back in. Yeah, uh, Tabitha is kind of feeling like her more usual jovial self at this point. It looks like she just wanted somebody to talk to, and that person was usually Mel, but Mel has been rather frosty as of late. Mm. Yeah, probably quite understandably so, quite I feel. Quite understandably um, so. Yeah. But yeah, Radar cheered somebody up! You did! Yay! <laughs> Yay! Personal growth! <laughs> Actually, one moment. Okay. Um, v. Yep. You are asleep, but your van sense is tingling. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're not sure why, but something is compelling you to look out of the window at Stanley. I'm not sure how you would react to this mm. being asleep. Your van sense is tingling. <laughs> I mean, you could just say that Flyby noticed something. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I think we should go with Vance. <laughs> v does not have Vance since they're not that. Stanley is in peril! <laughs> <laughs> they're not that. Expert. Imagine having that talent. One particular van that you could sell on at a later date, you would always know if it's in danger. <laughs> Somehow. Uh, no. Four owners uh, later, you know. Flyby is still, like, at the window. So if there is something happening to the van that's overt, then Flyby will probably notice it. In that case, realistically, yeah, Flyby notices this. And sure enough, someone is there, perched on Stanley's bonnet. It's just for a moment, but they're wedging something under the windscreen wiper of Stanley, with its missing, mean, um, 
with the missing windscreen. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just basically putting so it, putting it in the dashboard. Got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah, they're just yeah. putting it on the dashboard. Yeah. They're putting it on the dashboard and using the windscreen wiper to like hold it in place. Uh, the local coppers that are supposed to be watching us are doing nothing. The police have not noticed. Exactly. See, that's what oh, worried me. If they not. couldn't catch V, they're not going to be able to catch fucking anyone. So, this is why V doesn't trust the police. <laughs> they're either corrupt Tweedle or they're incompetent. And... Yeah, Tweedledum and Tweedle fucking dumber in the patrol right. car over uh, there. This is going to be playing. Don't catch a fucking cold. This is going to be playing as flyby because V's asleep. So. Okay. Uh, so flyby's noticed this. They're probably going to like pop up, fly out. The window, I guess. The window is shut. Been replaced. Been replaced. <laughs> Damn the efficiency. You don't even know what um, what this person is yet either, because V is uh, asleep and operating entirely subconsciously as uh, Flyby. Yeah. Uh, flyby is going to to fly up to radar and perch on their shoulder and beep. What was that, Flyguy? They're going to point. They're going to point with their one of their wings to the door and beep again. May we replace the door? Head tilt. You want me to go to the door? One beep's a yes, and two beeps are a no? Right. Is there something wrong, Radar? Excuse me, Tabitha. Uh, Fly Guy is, is being interesting. Um, I'm oh. just going to check out the door a minute. All right, all right. Radar grabs his rifle, but <laughs> without causing any suspicion in Tabitha. Okay, where is his rifle? Is it in... Yes, <laughs> that's for you to tell me. Okay, so that will be upstairs in the, in the spare room. Okay, he'll trot upstairs, grab it. Uh, he'll look out the window upstairs. Okay, yep, good idea. You look out of the window, um, and yeah, you see uh, Stanley parked, like, facing away from this, this cop car. And yeah, perched on the bonnet, there is another Yusaki rat. Ooh. She's very short, um, almost the size of a child, but when you appear in the window... Upstairs, she like lifts her head up, and you see she's dressed very strangely. She's wearing a dirty red cloak and bandage wraps on her ankles and on her arms. And you see that she's wearing a thick red blindfold, similar to that one that the Akeshti was wearing in the market. And she sniffs the air, and then her lips spread open, and she gives this chilling, impish little smile up at you. Radar immediately checks his magazine. Uh, can you open the window? <laughs> I hope so. I fucking hope so this time. And yeah, you can open the window, and yep, your magazine is full. Right. Radar opens the window, and he points the gun at her, but he doesn't shoot. Flyby just stoots yeah. out the window. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. The second um, you open the window, her ears twitch, and then she backflips off of Stanley's bonnet, lands perfectly without making a sound, and then very quickly cartwheels away behind the van, and she's gone. She's vanished. Hmm. Did I just get smiled at by a circus performer? You're not sure, but she's left something on the bonnet. Can I do a perception yeah. for tracking? Because uh, You can try and track, yes. That will be contested. It'll be just ten. Just straight ten. Okay, let me contest that. Yeah, she, whoever this was, she's gone. She's vanished. She cartwheeled away and then disappeared. Which might also Flyby. explain how she was able to sneak up on the cops and put something on no. Stanley's bonnet completely no, unnoticed. It's just, no, that's just because, because they're, they're inept. Okay, yeah. sure. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. so Flyby's going to hover back to see what was left on the bonnet. Three blind wolverines juggling chainsaws could have marched down the middle of that fucking road, and those coppers would have seen nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a ransom for Ryder, then 
There's going to be murdering. Well, oh, there's 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 going to be a murdering. Yeah. Um, okay, so flyby um, hovers up to the uh, to Stanley. At this point, the um, the cops hear flyby's like jets, drone jets, buzz down, and they like look out of the window suspiciously. They've seen radar. Will be waving at them. Yeah, they've seen flyby before, and they sort of look up to the window and they sort of wave back. But yeah, flyby. Radar's give them a thumbs up. Yeah. But yeah, there's a small brown parcel on the bonnet with an, a white envelope attached to it. It's a pipe bomb. Little red string. It's, it doesn't look like a pipe bomb. It's about the size of a book, this parcel. Ooh. Hey, flyby, bring, bring it up here. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna hook it with uh, their feet and just uh, coast it back up to the window. Okay. Um, yeah, you bring this parcel upstairs, and yeah, radar, you receive a small brown uh, box. It's quite light. It feels almost hollow, and yeah, there's a, a crisp white envelope attached to the outside of it. What are you going to do? He's going to take the envelope and very gingerly open it. Okay. Elevanthrax. <laughs> yeah. It's not a lot oh, of great. Now Radar has sarin. Brilliant. <laughs> okay, so you, you open this um, this envelope, and it's a handwritten letter. Beautiful, neat, cursive handwriting. Uh, radar is going to scream up his eyes because he hates reading Yes, sir. Why can't it be... <laughs> yeah, why can't it be typeface? Well, um, it says in amazing cursive, it says, Dear mercenaries, I applaud your efforts to facilitate the hostile takeover of our organization, but the buck stops here. We have Ryder. However, as you have demonstrated such skill and fortitude as bodyguards, we wish to meet you in person to discuss the terms of your reimbursement and rehiring. As a show of good faith, the Maxim family will not be harmed or troubled by the Syndicate for the duration of our meeting. We can make no such promise of your former employer. Meet in the pump room of Atmo Station B on the east side of the city. No police. You have one hour. For every hour you do not show up, we will send another piece of your former employer back to her family. The first article has been sent in advance. We are not joking. Look forward to meeting you in person. Regards, The Butcher. Butcher? Well, where's the piece of rider? Hey, get out of here, asleep V. <laughs> Sorry, beep. You've still got the, the parcel. <laughs> Radar picks up the box and lightly rattles it. Uh, yeah, it's pretty empty, but there is something inside of it at the bottom. Radar's gonna open it up. Okay, you peer inside of it, and yeah, it's hollow, and at the bottom there is a little bloodied wad of bandage at the bottom with something wrapped up inside of it. I'm gonna open Radar it. Radar opens it up, yeah. Okay, you sort of tug it out, and you peel it open, and it's a finger. And you can tell just by looking at it, it looks like one of Radar's. Mm. Radar's gonna stop for a minute. Mm-hmm. He's going to very, very carefully bandage it back up. Yep. And he's going to put it in an inside pocket. Okay. Then what? <laughs> Radar will quietly walk downstairs without his gun or anything or anything. Uh, he'll, he'll prod V awake and he'll just be like, sorry, Tabitha, I've just got to talk to V for a second. Yeah. V, if you'd like to come outside with me a huh? second. V, V, uh, V, if you'd like to come outside with me for a second. Why does my mouth taste like bacon? What time is it? It, it was a delicious treat. It's also 8am. Come with me. Yeah. V's had like one hour sleep. 
I, I know, you're just going to have to be fatigued for this, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, um, yeah, what's... Are we being murdered? Okay, I need you to sit down. Mm, need you to sit down on here in the sun. Enjoy the rising sun. You bask, I'll explain. Okay, yeah. yeah. Right, so, we've just received a letter and a package from uh, somebody calling themselves The Butcher, who is... Mm. A member wow. of the syndicate. How inventive. I'm um, sure his mother is know, very right. proud of his imagination skills. It, it, like some <laughs> cheap TV thriller. Anyway, um, he sent us a letter and a package, and the letter basically said, we've got Ryder, but you're very good, so we'd like to hire you. Huh. Uh, and also to prove that, that we have Ryder, well, they um, sent us one of Ryder's fingers. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Bollocks, did they? Let me see. No, it's like, okay, Radar takes it out and, and shows the... Yeah, I'm going to do a full perception roll with the minus penalty. Good, okay, yes. That is... Uh, oh, I can go back to V's sheet now, because they're alive again. You can! So 15 plus 11, which is 16, 26. 26, that's pretty good. Because, um, I mean, that could be anyone's finger. I don't know. It's Look, got... Like, looks like... Riders. Yeah, it's got like the scabby remains of like the webbing that otters have that connects their fingers together for swimming. Um, yeah, that could be any Osiyosaki's finger. It's all stubby and rounded like Rider's fingers. It's got that pink and purple nail polish that she likes to wear. It sure does look a lot like Rider's pinky finger. Yeah, but at the same time, it's very easy to bluff something like this. V, 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 even if it's not Rider's finger, listen. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. They want to meet us in the pump room on the west side of the city inside an hour and for every hour we delay they're going to send us more of Ryder whoever to socky finger this is I don't really wish that upon them even if it's not Ryder so here's the plan yeah. for the duration of our meeting Ryder's family will not be harmed but I know how these fucks work and that doesn't yeah. mean they won't be harmed afterwards so what we're going to do is we're going to go and tell the police to look after Ryder's mums until we get back and then we're going to go to the meeting and meet this butcher what, what if it is a bluff? Like, what if they don't have Ryder, it, they're just fabricating some bullshit to make us think that we go there, send us into an obvious trap, and then murder happens? If they try and trap us, we'll just kill them all. Mm, that's easier said than done. Is it? I mean, look at how many times they've shot you, and you weren't even trapped in. Yeah, sometimes, and I'm not even dead. They can't be that yeah, good. Yeah, because they've ran away. Yeah. Sometimes, Perfect. Sometimes springing the trap isn't the best idea, unless you have an absolute power play move behind it. Then, let me reiterate this. I'm going to the meeting in an hour. If you have some kind of power play that you can activate when I spring this trap and capitalise on it, you do it. I've got no other ideas, and we are on a ticking clock. Yeah. Eh. Right, they said one ear. How far away is this, this place? East side of the town. I mean, uh, GM, roughly how long would it take to drive to... Uh... Uh, give me a piloting roll to work out how long it would take to navigate. 17. 17. Okay, you bring up a sort of mental map of the city, um, given what you've seen of it. You haven't been to the east side of the city yet, but you reckon it would take about half an hour's drive to get there? Alright, so it's half an hour thinking time, half an hour driving time and thinking time. Uh, we can't take the shuttle, it's out of action. Petal's been sabotaged. Yeah. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can repair it, 
but it might take some time. Yeah, I thought you said yeah. it's going to take quite a while. It's going to take so. longer than 30 minutes. Yeah. We might as well drive. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I mean, this is a suboptimal situation, to say the least. Yeah. First of all, I don't like leaving Ryder's mum and Ryder's mum alone. Even if they're with no, the police. No, that's why we're going to leave. We're just, we have to. I mean, we can't take them with us. All it takes is one bent copper, and we've handed them another card. I'd feel safer if we took them to that coffee shop on the way. Neutral mm -hmm. third party. We could do that. That's that's also a good idea. Yeah. Okay, so here's the plan. We get Ryder's mums, drop them off at the coffee shop, go to the pub house, meet the butcher, kill him. Sorry, butcher. Find Ryder, head out, go to the coffee shop, have a pint, and wait for all this to blow over. Knew it was going to end with that. <laughs> nice Cornetto Trilogy reference, and I think we'll end it there. <laughs> yeah. To be continued. <laughs> to be continued. These... I hope that makes it into the recording, by the way. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Moshi Moshi, and once again, thank you for listening to Cosmopunk. If you're still hankering for more, check out our Twitter and the community Discord. Links are in the description below. If you want to support us, check out our Kofi store. Tips from amazing people are very much appreciated. We'll be seeing you all in two weeks' time for another episode. But until then, shoot straight and roll high. Bye!